0: Nick was calling in your show yesterday. Is that what happened? Yeah, it was was me and G. Bush. Yeah. Nick called in. I don't know. He wanted to, like, defend the salary cap's honor for some reason. I don't understand that, but that was uh, a different story for a different time. And and a lot of what he had to say made sense. If the Browns want Nick Chubb here, Nick Chubb will be here. Sure. That's that's as clear as day, right? But I don't think we get to just choose everybody, Andy. I I really don't. Same reason why Patrick Mahomes at some point had to say, Tyreek Hill, uh, I'm sorry – you got to go off to Miami is because you can't pay a guy $50 million to be your quarterback and then get to pay everybody. It doesn't work that way. Sure. You know? And so when it comes to some of the untouchables that we're talking about with the Browns, like it's fascinating. We just talked about David and everyone knows David and is who isn't going anywhere, but I do love the idea that we are at least exercising the thought of who actually is untouchable. Who, who is somebody that is not going to be going anywhere? Who is somebody that if you found that out, your jaw would be on the floor. Like my first reaction yesterday when people started talking about Njoku was exactly that. It was like, well, this not, that's never going to happen. Well, I mean, the Browns are in a great space with David Njoku. You can't possibly get rid of him because he's such a fabric to this team going forward. Like You can make an argument, Andy, that although we love Nick Chubb, we don't know what Nick Chubb is going to be next year. We're kind of accepting the fact that Nick Chubb might right. be 80%, 85%, and you're building your roster out that way. We can't have 80 to 85% Njoku.
1: I'm not trying to twist this the other way. Yeah, but I kind of have the same feeling for Deshaun. Like you don't know what Deshaun's going to be right. after
0: coming back from surgery. That's the problem. Like well, we're I in an offseason like, deja vu because that was the yeah. same question we had last year too. We didn't well, know. We didn't but know. What we were more
1: worried. Like it was all rust, and we were talking about he didn't play and blah 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 blah. Like I, I don't know until I see on anybody that's hurt. Like I can't. I, I hate this blind faith we have sometimes in saying. Deshaun Watson's the man, okay? And he, but he is. I don't have a problem with that, that he's the man. It's the the blind faith that we know he's going to be 100% after having surgery. Okay, yes, he's on course to throw and everything. But, I, I mean, man, anytime they open up your skin and got to do something, you're susceptible to not being the same as you were you were before, right? For sure. So, like, I sometimes we sit here and we, we're just so adamant that someone is going to be exactly the same or better than they were during after surgery.
0: I think there are you know, surgery is always different, right? And, like I'm really scared about Nick. I love like
1: Nick is without a doubt my favorite player on the team. Like I, I was almost in tears when he got hurt, and I, I just like I-, I I love Nick Chubb, like love the guy, I love the way he plays, love the his effort, the way he plays the game, the way he handles things. But man, when he got hurt, I was like, oh, it was like somebody punched me in the stomach. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't know what he's going to look like. We're all talking about how he was able to come back from injury in college. And that's our that's our jumping off point of saying, this is going to happen again. It's going to happen again. I, I don't know that it is. And I really want Nick to be the same guy. I want Deshaun Watson to be the guy that we think he can be too. But I've got to see it first before I sit here with all this blind faith. It was like, well, Deshaun Watson's the man.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't think there's much blind faith around this team right now. There is an Amari Cooper. And there isn't Miles Garrett. And then who else can you have blind faith in? Like, Amari Cooper's gotten 1,000 yards with four different quarterbacks. He just continues to – that's what he's he doing.
1: Joel Batonio. Batonio. But, I mean, seriously, who's sitting around – oh, that was nice block.
0: Like, My left guard.
1: No one's doing <laughs> there stats. There we go. No one's doing stats on the offensive line. Yo, Ethan Posick. Yep.
0: Every other Looks part good. of the offensive line. I mean, I, I maybe Wyatt Teller, too, but Wyatt Teller has injuries every now
1: and then. We know someone's a great offensive lineman. By the fact that we might be able to see a pancake every once in a while, you, <laughs> you, you want to talk about blind faith in speaking? Like the the media is like, oh, greatest offensive lineman ever. Really, really? I, I, like I don't I don't know how to sit here and judge an offensive lineman because I'm not watching them during the game except for the times when they get called for holding, or they let somebody go by, or they make a tremendous block on their first step when a running back is running right behind them. You're like, oh. Damn, that was a good block, man. He's the greatest offensive
0: lineman in NFL history. I wonder, though, you're numb to it a little bit because you've just seen so many good offensive linemen at this point. Like, if Joe Thomas might have even numbed you as well. If you only watch Barry Bonds hit home runs and then you try to watch everyone else hit home runs, it might not look as impressive.
1: I'll give you a little bit of that. I don't know. I, just, I find offensive line funny because we sit here and we just – when someone tells you they're great or another offensive lineman says an offensive – like. If I hear Miles Garrett say that, man, I couldn't get by that guy. So that's like street cred to me. And when I hear the defensive guys say, it's the, it's
0: the NBA rule, right? Where NBA players—that's why it's, that's why the All Star game is always so fun—is because it's like you, like they know which guys can ball and which guys can't. Right. They, they, like there's a lot of guys that get 20 points a game in the NBA. That a lot of NBA players are like, he's not that good. You just got to keep your eyes open and pay attention to who who that is. That's why I love NBA like All Star games for trying to like identify those type of things. or At least you used to be able to. Same type of thing with the NFL that way, for sure. Miles Miles Garrett speaks on a left tackle. You got to pay
1: attention. Yeah. The other guy they've been talking about is Jack Conklin, right? Oh, is he going to be okay? Come
0: back. Oh, so Mary Kay was on. Mary Kay was on with us last week. Really? And Mary Kay had mentioned that. And Mary Kay will be on today, too. But she'd mentioned how she thought maybe, just maybe, uh, you know, what, what, what happens if. Conklin gets traded, and I think she had mentioned Tennessee. And this, she wasn't saying like it was going to happen or anything like that. We were just kind of spitballing, having ourselves a conversation to try to figure out who's the odd man out in the offensive line. <laughs> would you feel if they traded Conklin tomorrow? Would you? Would your jaw be on the floor?
1: No. Should it be?
0: This is what this is the point of the Untouchables. Well, this trying try back- to figure out which people actually are of enough value that if they made a move, you're thinking to yourself, how do we move forward? And I agree with you. If Conklin gets traded then we're just all right it's Jed Wills and it's, it's Dewan Jones and that's just our life and we move. Well, forward. I think
1: if Jack gets traded it's because they don't believe that he's as healthy as he was before. Cuz why would you want if he if he could play the, to up to his abilities or where he was before and they feel like he's going to be at full strength then why would you get rid of him? You wouldn't.
0: Well cuz right now you got three guys for two positions.
1: Okay. Uh, I still wonder sometimes about the Jed Wills deal. Like how long are we going to – and – I'm going to get you twice on being anti-Jed Wills here, aren't I? Uh, it's not that I'm anti – it's just – Dewan Jones looked pretty damn good last year.
0: He's yeah, going to need he, a can spot. can he make the move to left tackle? Why not? I you know. They, they tried it in college. It didn't go very well for him. Well,
1: I, if the offensive line isn't good next year or there are issues with the offensive line, what will be said? is easy
0: the man's a slot machine with a helmet I'm I'm willing to go ahead and chance the idea that he might be able to do the left side of the line I'm I'm willing to go ahead and maybe go down that road but what will be said
1: what will be said if the offensive line isn't good next year a a couple things I I I know one right off top my head it's gonna be Callahan Callahan man it's all gonna be about Callahan everything's gonna be about oh well you know they had to have but a new offensive line. But if you've been paying line.
0: enough attention and, and I know you have obviously, but our, and our fans probably have as well. if You've been paying enough attention the offensive line it wasn't as good last year as it was in the previous year, the, the year prior to no. that. And, and every successive year it feels like it's kind but of been again, going a little bit there down. There were games where we walked out there with one of our starters. I, it was tough. We had a lot of injuries. No yeah. one's denying that. And and like Christian on the left side was able to actually like do some things when he's not supposed to be able to. It was The fact that you even know his name Means he probably did a decent job. Oh, I said Christian. I didn't say Jerron for the first name because well, I that's think true. that's I think that's right. Is that right? I think, I think that's you're right? right. Yeah, <gasps> yes. I don't know for sure. Geron I think Grinch. you're right. Yes. I think that's right. Yeah, you're correct. And yes. he was able. To go know he's a free he had agent. To introduce to himself it. to anybody. He's a free hunt. agent. If he, he was a passenger in some people's cars driving into work right now, they wouldn't know who the hell he is. But like we we watched him and he was fine. He did what he had to do. That offensive line has been. I mean, it's tough. And I think I think next year. I think it's going to be interesting to watch Nick Chubb if he's 80, 85%. If he if he is of that, I mean, I it's going to be interesting to see how he does with an offensive line and what exactly what exactly it looks like when it's not perfect.
1: All right, let's take one quick phone call.
0: Max is in Aurora. Hey, Max. Hey, how's it going, fellas? Good, morning. Good Yo, morning. What's up, Max? Yeah, so like I'm thinking the offensive line and like who's the weakest spot? And I'm thinking like Ethan Posick. Could a guy like Teller move over to take that position? No, that'll never happen. Never? No, I, you, you know, don't move right I, guards to center. I don't
1: know. Matter. In my mind, I don't think that Ethan Posick is the weakest guy on the offensive line. Do you? No. Okay. Max, you do.
0: I do. I do. I think, you know, I think we got to keep these right tackles because they're they're studs.
1: Yeah, I'm just hoping that, thank you for the phone call. I'm hoping that uh, Conklin is healthy. I think we all are. I mean, that's really where we're at. And then you bring up the notion of, all right, so go through the rest of your untouchables, my friend.
0: Well, and so I, I'm sticking just offensively because my mind is that bad of me that my mind is so offensive-driven, and that's it. Well, I just instantly, I Miles Garrett
1: is because the, the defense. First. defense to so be you asked me if my if my yeah, job Miles Garrett's drop. Myles, Like Miles is the is. I mean, it is the NFL, and so when it's all said and done, Miles is the job. I
0: mean, dropping. I'm I'm taking this team, and I, I'm looking at it and saying the defense is good, and maybe the defense takes a a step or two back, which is fine. Uh, So you're not the best defense in the NFL between you, Kansas City and Baltimore was the the competition for best defense in the NFL. I think Kansas City raised up their banner in a big time way by going through the postseason and shutting down Tua and then Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson all in successive order. So I think like the top three Browns, Ravens, Kansas City, if we drop down from being top three because we don't spend as much in the D line and then let's say go to, I don't know, top seven or top eight. I feel very comfortable with Jim Schwartz in that defense. So I focus in on the offense because the offense is the part of this game that the Browns need to fix. We're, we're there when it comes to the defensive side of the ball with the best in the NFL, we got to get the offense done. All
1: right, before you go to offense, where are you on Zadarius Smith then, in or out? If if he was gone, you, I mean, he's a free agent. I I want them to bring him back. I he's think my number one guy to bring right back. There.
0: He's your number one guy. Yeah, to bring back. So if you if you had the decision between, I mean, is, it, is
1: it Flacco or is it, I mean, and, and the Flacco story is. Just, it's
0: a segment unto its own, so I don't even want to go there. But well, no. But think about it from that perspective, because it's a seesaw. Remember, right? Every everything you do on the defense is going to impact the offense, and the offense and defense. And you can tell me the cap doesn't matter. The cap matters in some of this stuff. And if you're gonna if you're gonna try to spend in one area, you got to take from another area. You can't just spend everywhere. It doesn't work that way. Well, you're
1: rock solid on the offense.
0: You're not rock solid in the
1: offense. That's, uh, that's my problem br- with it, the offense. Well,
0: your your entire offensive. Uh, I need another wide receiver. But here's what I'm no saying. If you asked. wanted
1: to bring back the entire offense, the starters, you can.
0: Are you comfortable running it back? I, I don't like know. That, and that's, get, that's part so of the problem ask, we Can with you the get more out of Cedric Tillman, and can you get more out of more, out of Elijah Moore? I, I can't bank on that. And I think that's part of the conversation we were having with Njoku. Is that a first off with Njoku, how much of that was Joe Flacco and that combination that they had where he was able to hit him in stride and have all the the yak yards and everything else like that. And I'm getting some Twitter uh, comments about that. Twitter reactions brought to you by Shop and Jewelers, Cleveland's premier jewelry store. And, and people are like, "Oh yeah, he was he was great with the yak. He was great when catching the the pass in stride and being able to build off of that." I agree 100%. That's why I can't get rid of I can't get rid of any of the pieces that I I know are going to be good. And I I have a feeling, strong feeling, and Joku's going to be good. Amari Cooper is going to be good. But I looked at this offense last year, Andy. I need more. I, I need to be in the you need offensive acquisition business. I need Elijah Moore. Exactly. I need him to be more. Yes. I can't. Can you rely on Elijah Moore? Because I
1: I can't. No, because it wasn't we didn't see what we wanted to see. I think we wanted more out of that, and you didn't. Can he come back another year? And I, I I mean every, every you also team, have to bring in consideration you're playing with five different
0: quarterbacks. So Every what are you expecting that isn't Kansas City is giving their their quarterbacks that you would consider to be good all these other these weapons and they're doing it more than just one guy, you know? Like they're giving them all sorts of different pe- I mean look at the Bengals. The Bengals, Joe Burrow's got seven different people he can throw to. But the top 3 we know Chase Higgins and Boyd are all extremely talented. Like they they're load up and look at the, I mean, between the the draft class this year that has a million wide receivers, Okay, but the free you agency had market you, Cincinnati market that has a million wide receivers. Like, like, I'm jealous of,
1: of the receiving core they have in Cincinnati. Like straight out jealous. Yes. But when their quarterback went down, they won 9 games. And where were they at the end of the season?
0: Do we see him in the playoffs? They were a game outside of the postseason. Doesn't matter. Are you in or a, out? They finished a game worse than Pittsburgh. They won Are nine games. In or out? Jake Browning looked like an almost, a, a damn near pro bowler. In or out? Out. In, in or out on what? The playoffs. Yeah, but again, their backup quarterback that had been left for dead won nine games because their offensive pieces were so talented. We and brought so good. in a quarterback that was on the couch. You had a guy that was.
1: A, what's more than beyond left for dead? That's what we had. Dead. Yes. So you think it's fine enough then? No, I'm not. No, I want an upgrade. I mean, like, we could have this argument all day. you think I, it's fine. I mean, I just looked at Deshaun Watson. And Deshaun it's not Watson wasn't,
0: was they with, need with Deshaun. another?
1: They need another wide receiver. I'm not going to argue with you on that.
0: But. I, I think the bet they made, Andy, was that Deshaun Watson would make every receiver he found to be better, and he hasn't been able to do that. So you could draft guys in the third round, right? So You is could, that, you could trade for Elijah did Moore that become and more, get the best out of him
1: and he just wasn't able to do that. But did that become more relevant because Joe Flacco was able to find everybody and make everybody
0: look better? I think it's, it definitely spotlighted a lot of things, did it not? Yes. I mean, imagine being Andrew Barry. You go to bed at night, you lay your head down at night, and you're like, I... Whew. Joe Flacco was able to put up a lot of yards with these guys. And he made a lot of... We, we brought him Njoku up for a reason, right? We had a lot of guys that... Really didn't play that great. That in a five-game stretch was so awesome. He made the Pro Bowl. He got a, he got a, the majority of all his yards. And again, in that Jacksonville game alone, he had as many touchdowns as he had the entire season up until that point. Like, I mean, it's this is why we talk about these things because you got to think. If you're Andrew Barry, how do you go to bed at night and you're wondering how do I get this team better? Is it because Deshaun Watson didn't do it? Is it because Joe Flacco was that good? Like, what what's the dividing line? There? All right, it's just, so so we've had more this whole, questions and answers. All right,
1: we've had this entire conversation, and yet I still. Haven't heard your untouchables. You'll do that when we come back. Also, uh, FML. I got to tell you, something happened last night about that. I mean, I'm glad I have the platform this morning to be able to share that with everybody. 216-474-0092.